0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Welcome to Sunday Podcast. This is our chance to play for you some of the best moments from the radio show and some great interviews during the week that you may have missed. If you ever want to check out our show, go to Bongino.com. Go to Station Finder and see what radio station we're on near you. You'll love it. I promise you. We put a lot of work into the radio show. Check it out. But before that, let me tell you about our first sponsor. ExpressVPN, folks, you heard me talk about how important it is to have a VPN to protect you and your online privacy. By choosing a VPN you trust, choosing it is equally as important. I only use ExpressVPN. I recommend it for my listeners. I can say with full confidence, ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market. But here's why. Number one, ExpressVPN doesn't log your activity online. They've even developed a technology called Trusted Server. It makes their VPN servers incapable of storing any data at all. Two, speed, ExpressVPN uses Lightway, a new VPN protocol engineered To make user speeds faster than ever, ExpressVPN is always blazing fast, lets me stream videos in HD quality with zero buffering, and the last thing is super easy. You don't need any technical skills to set it up. Folks, even I can do it. Just fire up the app, tap one button to connect. That's it. Business Insider, The Verge, and many other tech journals rate ExpressVPN, the number one VPN in the world. Go to expressvpn.com slash bongino today. Get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash bongino. It's a great product. First up today, we talked with the great one, Mark Levin, about his new book, The Democrat Party Hates America. That's not just the title to attract you. He actually lays out the reasons why it's absolutely true. Something we've covered on the show here many times. So, you know, I'm glad you all are here and you enjoy the radio show. It obviously means the world to me, but I would not be on the radio. That's just a fact uh, without our next guest. That's it's just a fact. He's a humble guy. He doesn't like to take any credit, but I don't really care because it's, it's true. And he's going to take it because that was my show and I control the airwaves now. Evil Dan is back. I want to welcome to the show my good friend, a mentor, uh, a man who has been an icon in the conservative movement and uh, one of the greatest radio hosts uh, you will ever hear. The great one, Mark Levin. Mark, welcome to the show.
1: Well, I'll tell you, Dan, God bless you and thank you for all those
0: oh, yeah. undeserved accolades. <laughs> no, they absolutely deserve. So, Mark, you have a new book out. I was lucky enough to get an advanced copy of this book. It is called The Democrat Party Hates America. Uh, I have to say, even though Liberty and Tyranny is uh, the manifesto for everyone, and everyone should read it, this is my favorite title, because they do hate America. And I want to dig right in, because this book, uh, I had a, it was hard to pick a part I liked the most, but chapter three of the book, You go into the communists and their anti-white racism and anti-Semitism, and it's something we talk about all the time. How the communists are always seeking these tools of division because they can never get people to vote for them just against the other guy, and racism fits right in for the commies, doesn't it? It's just like environmentalism.
1: Well, you know, Dan, um, the truth is the chapter before it talks about anti-black racism in the Democrat Party and. We've changed our laws. We've had litigation up and down the wazoo. And for the most part, we have equality under the law. Under the law, that's what we're supposed to have. We've come a long way as a nation, despite the Democrat party and slavery and segregation and Jim Crow and all the rest of it. We've come a long way and really we've accomplished most of what we've needed to accomplish in that regard. So the Democrats, they don't believe in individualism or colorblind society. So they reach back to the 1970s where you have these very bizarre so-called scholars at Harvard and Stanford and elsewhere, some of them coming in from Berlin and other countries. And these are Marxists. And you have um, black nationalist movements, black resegregation movements, and they all have uh, got behind this idea of white racism, a white-dominant society, and they push this this propaganda and they push this hate uh, in order to destroy our history to rewrite our history and the democrat party is not comfortable with a colorblind society the democrat party is not comfortable with individualism and insists on groupism because the democrat party is trying to monopolize our society and our culture and they've gone a long way toward doing that yeah and so i call this now the civil rights civil rights marxism that is there is no real civil rights movement today. Who are the leaders? Now, what you have today are people who are self-appointed civil rights Marxists. And they can be white like Bernie Sanders. They could be black. And these so-called scholars are all over our colleges and universities. They're all over the Democrat Party. And they're pushing this ideology that anything that goes wrong in any other community is the fault of the founding. It's the fault of the framers. It's the fault of the capitalist system, which was created by... You know, white plantation owners, enslaving people, and it goes on and on, and I unravel all this. And it has to be unraveled. Because first of all, everything they're talking about is a result of the Democrat Party. Republican Party never supported slavery. The Republican Party's first elected president was an abolitionist. His name was Abraham Lincoln. The Republican Party never resegregated the military or the bureaucracy. That's what the Democrats did. The Republican Party supported anti-lynching laws, FDR. Refused to sign one well, in 1940. The Republican Party wasn't standing in the doorhouses of little schools. So little black kids couldn't go to school with little white kids. And I could go on and on and on. So what do the Democrats do? They try to project their history onto the Republican Party. Listen how stupid this is. They call this the, uh, the Southern strategy that Nixon and <laughs> Reagan engaged in. Yeah. So one of, of a, my
0: favorite well, topics, by the way, Mark. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. So all of a sudden uh racists bigots and segregationists democrats in the south they decide to become republicans why because the republican party now represents this attitude now the republican party has never represented that position so why would these people jump to the party that fought (laughs) their ancestors in the civil war and that have never ever supported this ideology it's a lie so it's never happened so they The premise of the book, and I think it's very, very important, is the Democrat Party hates America since its founding. That is the founding of the Democrat Party. It's never supported Americanism. It has hated the Declaration since Woodrow Wilson and before. It hates the Constitution because there are barriers set up to limit who? Them. To limit them. And so while they wave around the Constitution and advance their radical left agenda— They attack the Bill of Rights, whether it's the First Amendment, the Second, Fourth, Fifth, the Tenth. They attack the Electoral College. They attack individualism and the protection of the individual. They attack, attack, attack the Constitution. They misread it purposely, like the Fourteenth Amendment when it comes to uh, ballots. The Fourteenth Amendment when it comes to spending. Uh, They really never praise our founders. They never praise the Constitution. Obama talked about fundamental transformation, so did his wife, so did Hillary, so does Bernie Sanders, so does Biden, and we ought to take them at their word. Fundamental uh, transformation to what? What it is is an autocratic party. The Democrat Party is not a normal political party. It is an autocratic party, which means what? It has to have a, uh, a state press, which it does. It's not a dime's worth of difference between the Democrat Party and the media. It has to control the electoral system. Isn't it amazing, Dan? This last midterm election and the presidential election before, we have voter harvesting like we've never seen before, drop boxes that are never secured. Nobody's watching them. No signature, no date, absentee ballots, the elimination of voter ID in many blue and purple states, and it's the cleanest election in American history. No fraud Mm -hmm. whatsoever. Now, how is that even conceivable? The answer is it isn't. So what do they do? They take the, the fraudulent aspects of the elections they change, and they make them law. So that's now the law. voter right. harvesting, early elections, drop boxes, and so forth. They say, well, you brought lawsuits, and you challenged it, because what is a court to do, even a court that's serious, when the fraud elements that have been put in place are now the law? And so people need to look at the Democrat Party through the lens of power. It doesn't give a damn about black people. FDR didn't lift a finger for black people. LBJ was a racist to the day he dies. I explain all this in the book. So they now move to white racism because they always have to embrace racism. And so they figure this is a way in order to keep power, to bring out their base or elements of their base and so forth and so on. It's a way for the Marxists and the Democrat Party follows this line uh, in an Americanized form to trash and rewrite our history. Totalitarian regimes need to rewrite their history. And that's what happens in this country. So all of a sudden, all the things the Democrats did are Republicans, and they are to be hated. The only thing during the riots that wasn't torn down was the uh, the sign above the Democrat National Committee. It's the Democrat Party that's responsible (laughs) for all of it. Yeah. And anyway, I don't, I don't want to monopolize the time. No,
0: here. no, no it's you, it's your time, Mark. Believe me, my audience is, is not in any way. Uh, they love you, man. I mean, you are, uh, you've been at this business at the top of it for so long, and I think one of the reasons you've succeeded in TV and in radio and in books and in podcasting—I mean, you name it—is because you're not afraid. The title of your new book, uh, I mean. the, the There's no pulling punches here, my brother. The Democrat Party Hates America is literally the title of the book. And I think a lot of other people, you know, we've got good people in our business, but there's a couple who played a cutesy time thing. Uh, The cutesy time's over. Like, this isn't time for that. What you just said is accurate. Folks, pick up the book. It is called The Democrat Party Hates America by Mark Levin. I know books. I've written five of them. Let me tell you something. This thing is a mega monster gargantuan Godzilla-like bestseller. I'm not even going to give you because it'll blow your mind. So many people bought this book and love it already. But Mark, I I got about two, three minutes left with you, but one of the things you said is amazing, how the Democrats, they're such phonies and fakes and frauds. The Southern strategy, it's ridiculous. As the South became more open and diverse and less de facto and de jure racist, it became more Republican. It's the reverse Southern strategy. And second, you're telling me like, This is like the most secure election in American history. The New York Times wrote an article in 2012, Mark, about mail-in ballots. Anybody can read it by Adam Liptak, saying the rejection rates were double, the fraud rates were double and that was because in Florida back then a lot of military folks and older folks who were Republican used mail-in ballots and the Times had an agenda. Now when they realize they could cheat it's the most secure election in American history. So what you write about in a book that they only care about power not about truth is one hundred percent stamp it in the concrete that is real
1: and i think dan what people are going to get out of this book is a lot of factual information that they never had before a lot of evidence about what the democrat party is about you know as you just pointed out we talk about these things almost as if they're in a vacuum but the fact of the matter is the democrat party supported the Klan and eugenics and lynching and segregation and jim crow And today it supports a wide open border where people are getting killed, raped, little kids are being kidnapped, we have uh, the sex trade going on, drugs coming across the country, killing our people. You look at that, that's not Mother Nature. No. That's Mother Democrat Party. All of this stuff that's going on in this country is a disaster. And when they don't win elections, they created this fourth branch of government that does almost all of the uh, legislation for them, whether it's the incandescent light bulb and getting rid of the automobiles destroying our lifestyles and so forth and so on they have they've accomplished things that uh, and as the book explains that lenin and all the rest of these guys would absolutely be thrilled and shocked at even changing the language changing definitions changing words in order to uh, to to impose their value system to to have thought control action control censorship we're in the middle of the whole thing and so i try to take all these puzzle pieces dan and put them together and i hope people will really take some time and digest it it's not a hard book to read but it's not a short book but you can take it chapter by chapter by chapter it goes like a novel at least it was written that way
0: yeah and and mark uh, the book is by mark levin it's the democrat party hates america it is a monster bestseller already i think this could be up there with liberty and tyranny Maybe one of your best, maybe your bestseller, but folks, one of the most valuable portions of the book, I was happy enough to get a copy a couple weeks ago, there's about 30 plus pages of endnotes at the end of the book. If you have any doubt with any of what Mark writes in this book about the history of the racist Democrat party hating America, just read the end notes and go there yourself Mark does his own homework, his own research. Read the damn endnotes. They're right there. It's loaded with them. You can see yourself. Mark Levin, The Democrat Party Hates America. That's the book. Go to wherever you buy your books today. Pick up a copy for you, a copy for your friend, a copy for your dog, a copy for your cat, <laughs> your aunt, and your uncle. Mark, I saw at the end also, You, I know you love dogs. I know you got to run. I got to go too, but... You dedicated it to Marty. One of the things about Mark, folks, this guy's got the biggest heart ever, man. Nobody loves dogs. They're God's gift, aren't they, buddy?
1: They're God's gift. And you're a God's gift, too, to the nation. I love you, buddy. You take care of yourself. I know you've been sick. You take care of yourself.
0: Thanks, brother. You know, I appreciate that. Thanks. God bless. Mark Levin, folks, the new book, The Democrat Party Hates America. He's going to be all choked up. I got to take a break. I'll cry a little bit during the break. I'll be a big big wuss, guys. That's a 200-pound, for one big wuss bag. That's what I am. I love this guy. Mark Levin, The Democrat Party Hates America. Pick up the book today. Up next, another great interview. But first, let me tell you about our next sponsor: Bone Charge. In these crazy times, we got to recharge and refresh in a natural way. To that end, I discovered Bone Charge, a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize life in every way. One of my favorite products from Bone Charge is the infrared sauna blanket. Love it. Use it all the time. So amazing. Helps me get sweat out that stress. Love it. The sauna blanket helps me break a sweat, which could remove some of the heavy metals and other toxins. Sets up in less than a minute. Heats fast. I relax. Just chill. I kid you not. The sauna blanket from Bone Charge, absolute game changer. I love it. The value of a good sweat. You want those heat shock proteins. It's right. You got to try it. Bone Charge ships worldwide. The sauna blanket ships free with no hidden cost. This thing works. Bone Charge offers a 30-day free trial with easy returns or exchanges and a 12-month warranty. Can't beat that. Relax, refresh, revitalize with Bone Charge and the sauna blanket. Right now, go to BoneCharge.com slash Bongino. B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E. BoneCharge.com slash Bongino. And use coupon code Bongino to save 15%. That's BoneCharge.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino To save 15%, check out the sauna blanket. President Trump got hit with a ridiculous ruling from a New York judge, just obscene. We talked to Don Trump Jr. about this and the latest attacks on his family. He had a lot to say, as you can imagine. All right, welcoming back to the show. uh, A good friend, great patriot, great guy. Loves going out there fighting for liberty and freedom. And um, a guy who apparently his family uh, has an asset uh, worth about $18 million at Mar-a-Lago that... uh, we're going to buy from him, folks, with our new Give, Send, Go. And uh, we're going to flip it. I'd like to welcome back to the show Don Trump Jr. He has a podcast on Rumble. He goes live at 6 p.m. during weekdays, Eastern time. You should check that out, Don. Uh, so I got a thing going. My listeners want to get in Mar-a-Lago. Apparently he's worth $18 million, which is a crazy good steal. So a couple of guys want to go in 50K. We want to buy it. And I'm pretty sure I can flip it for about seven hundred million the next day. If you want to get in on yeah, it, let, like I'm totally down. Your thoughts.
2: Uh, I, I want in on this one as well, Dan. You know, with the irony of the insanity of it, right? I mean, there's a lot. Right. Mar a almost twenty acres on the ocean. There's a lot within about a half a mile. It's two point two acres with no ocean front and no home. And let's just say, you know, mar a one of the more spectacular homes in the world. Uh but yeah. it's on the market for a hundred and fifty million dollars. So 10 times the lot size with the most spectacular home with ocean views in Palm beach. And it's worth 18. So yeah, I put out on Twitter, if Mar-a-Lago worth 18, I'll take 10. But the problem is Dan, if I bought it from my father for 18, they try to put us in jail for fraudulent conveyance and for tax avoidance. There's no winning with these lunatics. A judge can literally in New York city discount entirely what the most prestigious, Valuation experts in the state of Florida and in Palm Beach and the brokerage community say and just say, you know what, it doesn't matter. I'm going to put whatever I want on there because that's the narrative. They can give the attorney general literally more than they were asking for as a way to penalize Trump because he stood up to the establishment. And that makes you a threat to everything that the radical left is trying to do. This is really insane. This is Bolshevik revolution type of stuff where they're trying to commandeer assets from their political enemies and those they don't deem should have any property. It's scary stuff and it's happening in America today.
0: Yeah. We're talking to Don Trump Jr. Uh, Don, listen all these, I I don't honestly, Don, I don't know which case is crazier. It's all crazy. uh, Between the, you know, fabricated classified documents case where there's no legal precedent for the, you know, the, the raid on Mar-a-Lago, the free speech case in Georgia I don't know what's crazy, or Twinkies, Alvin Bragg's case for, what did he get a guy? Your dad like paid for some guy's parking and he went, I mean, they're all crazy, but this one's particularly loony because I've never seen anything like this before. I mean, th- 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 that they actually wrote in the court documents that Donald Trump um, overvalued property for loans and the judge put in the court document a number so ridiculous to anyone, forget about being a Florida resident, to anyone who has any sense of real estate at all i mean this has got to be like you guys have to be thinking to yourself what what the hell do we have to do they're never going to stop
2: yeah no it's like listen i've been in real estate for a long time before i started screaming about politics because i was firsthand witness to all of the insanity going on that i had to start getting involved in fighting back that's what i did for 25 years i was going through it with the lawyers last night I'm like but i don't understand and they're like we we don't either we, we've never actually seen this before i mean Imagine, they're, they're saying, you know, we defrauded banks that were paid back in full with interest. I, like, there's no, right. That's the, important. there's no allegations from the bank. There's no victim, Dan. There, there's not even a right. victim. The banks gave sworn testimony that, of course, we do our own valuations. You know, we're Deutsche Bank. It's like a trillion-dollar bank. You, they, oh, yeah, we're just going to believe what every person tells us. I mean, any one of your listeners who's ever bought a home or an apartment or anything – there's a third-party appraiser in the tiniest of transactions. You think that goes away on hundreds of millions of dollars of transaction? No, the scrutiny is so much more. Uh, but you know, and those, by the way, those bank witnesses signed the affidavits under oath. Of course, we did it. It doesn't mean that we. There's no victim. They say that he just ignores it. He chooses to just ignore that and says summary judgment, no jury. We're just going to say no jury, and we're going to say we agree with everything that the attorney general has said without actually hearing from any of the people, we're just going to agree with everything that the person who literally campaigned on taking down Trump prior to ever seeing any of the evidence, but ran a campaign on taking down Trump. She can say whatever she wants. And I'm just going to agree 100% with everything that they say, no jury done. I mean, that's insane stuff.
0: Letitia James. yeah, just a, a disgrace to humankind. I mean, an absolute embarrassment We're talking to Don Trump Jr. about the ridiculous uh, legal ruling against his father yesterday, uh, President Trump. Don, you know, you guys have done business in New York for years, and I know you were very proud to. You know, you guys know New York better than anyone. But looking back, I think, you know, me being a New Yorker, too, I detached completely from New York. I have no business attachment to that place whatsoever. You have to be saying to yourself right now. If the state of New York and the city of New York can do this to my father, the former president, an obviously yeah. ridiculous case, nobody's safe doing business in New York. No one.
2: No, the precedent of this for, a, I mean, for a real anyone who owns an asset in New York, they can just say, hey, I don't like you anymore. I'm going to say this. I'm going to disregard any facts. I'm going to do, but, you know, and we'll go after you. I mean, theoretically, based on the ruling of this, day, and Mike cabin in upstate New York, because it's owned in an LLC, which is theoretically a corporation, that has to be dissolved. So, well, then who owns my asset? Like, this is me personally. Now, all of the witnesses say that me and Eric, who were dragged into this ruling, did were not involved in any of the statement of financial condition. We're an in party. Like, we have witnesses out the wazoo, all saying that. No one's even contesting it. Doesn't matter. You're in it anyway. Like, yeah. that's how crazy it's going. That they would just attach randomly because you know our, our last name is Trump. Therefore, we must suffer. Uh, and and they're going to persecute us. But this is nothing new. This is what we've seen, and it's just another example, right? There's Fulton County in Georgia. You think any of those people are going to get a fair trial? Of course not. It's designed to not be fair. They'll sit there. Of course, yes, they can definitely put away their prejudices. They they may have said they hate Trump for the last seven years, but no, no, no. They're going to be an objective jury. Same thing with what they're trying to do in D.C. Same thing with what they did to the January 6th defendants, who clearly – could never get a fair shake in Washington, D.C. Oh, that doesn't matter. You know, someone's going to give us a little wink and pretend that it's going to be fair. uh, And and that's good enough because they can serve their political purpose that way. It's a means to an end. The Constitution, people's basic rights, in this case, a basic right to own property, be damned. It doesn't matter. We're going to get you. And they've shown this time and time again. The, The left has totally come unhinged. They are doing all of the things, the people that screamed about democracy for the last, you know, six and seven years. Uh, now they're quiet. You know, they, they'll still bitch about yeah. Vladimir Putin, you know, arresting his uh, political opposition. But they won't talk about Joe Biden and his DOJ trying to do that to right. my father and putting it's, him away for a thousand years. It's you know, pretty, Don, uh, we're, talking, crazy times.
0: we're talking to Don uh, Trump Jr. as a show on Rumble weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Check it out. It's pretty awesome. Uh, Don, it's it the weirdest thing. You just got me thinking, when you, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but like everything they accuse your dad of doing, that Donald Trump's a fascist is going to usher in the police state. The exact opposite has happened. Like Joe Biden and Obama ushered in the police state you know donald yep. trump's a totalitarian going to try to take the reins of government corrupted that's how all of the stuff they claims happening under your dad's happening under them and just address the timing of this too by the way there's this bombshell yeah, yesterday a, yeah about a quarter million yeah, dollar that, payment that, that literally happen, sent to biden's house <laughs> right go ahead
2: that this can happen literally again by the way if you look at any of the things that came down the first witness, the, the Hunter guilty, the this, the that, each and every one of the next day, Trump indictment, Trump indictment, don't pay attention to the shiny object. You know, the people that have been screaming uh, the, everything that Trump ever said. If Trump said Merry Christmas on Twitter, it was bigger than Watergate. Those people are strangely silent that there's wire transfers from the Chinese government with Joe Biden's home address in there. You know, magically, Joe is making millions as a partner of Hunter and all these things. And the narrative, where's the evidence? Oh, you mean other than the emails, the voicemails, the text messages, the video conferences, 30 <laughs> eyewitnesses, wire transfers, you know. And beyond that, Dan, you know, it's not like the Chinese, uh, they're, they're not like us. They don't have a you know, diversity, equity, inclusion program to make sure that they're diversified and that they have good crackhead representation in their portfolio managers when they gave Hunter Biden a billion dollars. They don't do that. Only we're stupid enough to do that in America right now. They don't do that, but they do do it if they're buying you, which they clearly were. And they're not even talking about it. And yet this is another anti-Trump thing that drops after a bombshell further linking Hunter to Joe. Right. The only thing they go after Hunter is on the gun charge because it's the one thing that doesn't tie back to the highest office in the land. The highest level level of corruption we've seen in our government. Okay, the same people, by the way, in the Democrat Party complaining about Bob Menendez. I mean, what Hunter and Joe did is a hundred times worse, and yet right. they're strangely silent on it. I, you know, you know, if you didn't know exactly what they were doing because they've been doing this now for seven years, uh, you'd probably say there's some hypocrisy there. But that doesn't mean yeah. anything to these people anymore.
0: Yeah, we're talking to Don Trump Jr. Don, you're so right. That gun charge is a farce. I said that on my show th- two weeks ago when it happened. They only did that because it's the one that doesn't tie to Joe Biden. Anything else, the Foreign Agent Registration Act violation we're looking at, goes directly to the dad. But you're correct about another thing. I mean, outside of the suspicious activity reports, bank records, uh, Tony Bobolinsky testimony, swearing, text, the text about half the pop, the uh, texts of him uh, from his half the pop from uh, Hunter to the family, the photos of him at the business meetings. I mean, really, there is no evidence whatsoever. But I read this morning... Uh, I read the House Oversight Committee bombshell about the payments and I put your name in there and that the payments were set to Mar-a-Lago and I pretended oh, yeah. it was real. Uh, I mean, you you got to be thinking to yourself, you know, if that was you, you would, you'd seriously, I mean, you'd be tarred and feathered right now. They'd be coming to your house with hot tar.
2: Uh, well, 100%. I mean, this time into my father's presidency, Dan, I had done 50 hours before the House Intelligence Committee, the House Judiciary Committee, the Senate Intelligence yeah. Committee for treason. For treason, just so we understand, that's a crime punishable by death. Right? Hunter Biden with millions and money flowing and pictures, and Joe didn't know any of them, yet he happens to be playing golf with them every other weekend. and <laughs> The emails and wire transfers, and I mean, you know, the diary, I mean, it goes on and on. And I'm like, man, if imagine if one of those things was Donald Trump, like, we'd, we'd all be in Gitmo. Uh, and yet it's like, you know, wow, we're going to go after Trump because he, he believes that one of the nicest assets in the world is worth more than a judge in New York. Like it's, it's truly, we're living in sick times.
0: Don, let me get your, uh, your, your take on this one last thing here and I'll let you go even generous with your time. We're talking to Don Trump Jr. He has a show on rumble 6 PM Eastern time weekdays. It's really good. Check it out. It's the same unfiltered Don you're used to. So Don, um, (laughs) You know, your dad's doing very well in the polls, uh, very well. But ABC and The Washington Post released a poll the other day showing your father up nine points over Biden. I, listen, you know, I, I've already endorsed your dad, support him. I, good man, good friend. I don't believe that. I, I don't believe it at all. I think your dad's probably ahead. I don't believe nine points uh, your take on it? I think ABC and the Washington Post is just trying to get Biden out of the damn race. I, I don't. I, I don't believe anything anymore with these people. But your take on that poll?
2: Well, I, you know, I, I think we're ahead because I, I think people. It's so egregious. You know, if they try to do one thing, you say, okay, maybe there's something there, right? Like Russia, Russia, Russia. At the beginning, you know, hey, you know, well, there must be something there, right? It's the FBI and the CIA. I think the American people's eyes have been opened so much over the last seven years where everything's been so ridiculous and so covered up you you can't hide from it even if you're sort of politically agnostic anymore but i think you see that you see the washington post well they come up with that poll then they say well we don't like that poll so we're going to change the polling methodology (laughs) and all that but but you also see other things like david ignatius who's like basically the spokesperson at the washington post for the deep state and the cia basically saying, you know, it's time for Biden to step aside. They know that he can't win. They know he's incompetent. I mean, you saw, I guess it was yesterday, they came up with a plan. They're having him do balancing exercises and getting him orthotic <laughs> sneakers. You know, their, their strategy is like, please have him stop falling on his face on right. the world right. stage daily. I mean, you know, it doesn't seem like it's a winning strategy. The problem is, the number two person that he has in there that they can't just bypass without creating some sort of other disaster is Kamala Harris. And as terrible as Joe Biden is, I'd argue she could actually be worse, yeah, which be is hard worse. to believe. And so yeah. you know, they have a serious problem on their hands. But, you know, I'd like to believe that you know, we're outside of the margin of fraud right now. Uh, because people are getting it, they're sick of it. They're seeing it. They're watching what's going on in Philadelphia in these towns where people are just saying, "You know what? We don't have to pay for things anymore. We can just loot those stores." Yeah. We, you know, then the stores close down, and then people say, "Oh, it, it's racist that the stores aren't here." You know, there's insurance yeah. to cover that, right? You see what's going on with the migrant crisis in New York? They're throwing out a 95-year-old Korean War veteran. I saw American that. I saw that. I'm going to cover that. Migrants That's migrants for free in New York. I housing. saw that. I mean. Don, I got to run. Unfortunately, in your own country,
0: it's it's. I know that video is horrifying. I'm going to cover it tomorrow. I wish I had more time with you, Uh, Don. uh, Don Trump Jr. has a show on Rumble, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Check it out, Don. Like I said, I'm going to let you roll, but I I think he's ahead. I just, I think there's something going on behind the scenes. I think they want this guy out. I think you're right. But Don, thanks a lot for your time. I really appreciate it. Welcome back anytime.
2: Thanks a lot, Dan. Be well.
0: You got it, bud. You got it, Don Trump Jr. Up next, another great guest, but let's talk about our next sponsor. A great day begins with a great night's sleep. I sleep on the Midnight Lux from Helix because I'm a side sleeper and I love it. You're missing out if you're not sleeping on one. Helix offers 20 unique mattresses for big, tall, short, wide, even special ones for kids. To find the perfect fit, Helix provides a 100-night in-home sleep trial. No matter your sleeping position, Helix is the answer. Memory foam, hybrid, all more responsive to the individual with enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating. Helix is about comfort, care, and a great night's sleep. My Helix mattress is the best I've slept on. The setup was fast and easy. Don't take my word for it. GQ and Wired Magazine have named Helix their number one mattress. I ain't sleeping on anything else. Take the Helix sleep quiz yourself at helixsleep.com slash Dan. Find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. As a bonus, Helix is offering 20% off, two zero off all mattress orders and two free pillows for my listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. This is their best offer yet. It won't last long. Helix Sleep, H E L I X. HelixSleep.com slash Dan. HelixSleep.com slash Dan. With Helix, better sleep starts tonight. Here's a really important guy named Scott Pressler. If you don't know this guy, you'll know him now. He's probably done more to register voters than a lot of, uh, you know, swampy GOP elites combined. This guy's amazing. This is a really good interview. You want to hear it. Pay close attention. All right, so let me just give you some background on this guy. This guy, I've been following and been on Twitter for a long time and a social media account. He has just dedicated his life to transforming the country. And ladies and gentlemen, there are doers and there are talkers, okay? There are. I'm sorry, having run for office three times myself, I've seen him. I've seen the people who talk and the people who do. I'm honored to welcome him, uh, welcome him to this show, and I hope you enjoy what he does as much as I do. Uh, Scott Pressler, welcome to the show, sir. Appreciate having you here today.
3: Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Scott, I got to tell you, man, you are just um, you're an inspiration to a lot of people. You have committed yourself to something so important. Uh, And I'd like to tell I'm going to give you turn the floor over to you. I'd like them to tell your story, how you got into this. But also, if you could weave in there the importance of voter registration, the Democrats, Scott, have beaten us at this for the longest time. When you register more voters, you are fishing in a bigger pond. It's that simple. Do you want to fish in a pond with a thousand fish or 20,000 fish? It's a really simple math game. It's not complicated. So how did you get started in this and how important is this voter registration and and, uh, how's your work coming along?
3: Thank you. Well, I owe my political journey to President Obama the day that he was reelected in 2012, I created my Twitter account that night that he was reelected because I was mad. But you know, I wasn't just mad at President Obama. I was ultimately mad at myself. I said, Scott, where were you registering voters? Where were you getting out the vote? Where were you helping to make sure that we were electing Republicans into office? And I realized that my inaction meant that I was the problem. And so I became the solution by getting my first job in politics in 2014. I moved halfway across the country to Texas to elect now Governor Greg Abbott. And then I realized how important it was that we win back the White House in 2016 because I was always forward thinking, focusing on the Supreme Court. And I never wanted Hillary Clinton to set foot in office ever again, as you know. And so I dedicated two years of my life to electing Donald J. Trump as the 45th president. And it really was Trump who changed my life in 2019, because he was talking about the city of Baltimore, Maryland. And again, the same inaction that I felt in myself in 2012, I was reminded of by society's reaction to Baltimore. Because everybody was tweeting. They were posting pictures. They were getting likes and clicks from posting videos of Baltimore. And I thought to myself, okay, you're going to go do a trash cleanup. And I thought it was going to be me, my mom, and dad, but the tweet that I posted on social media, it went viral. And I was like, "Uh Oh, but within seven days, We organized a cleanup in Baltimore on a Monday, and we got 200 volunteers from all across the country that came together in an act of love. And we picked up 12 tons of trash in 12 hours in one single day. And I thought to myself, Dan, I don't need the government to solve my problems. What I do need is concerned citizens coming together as a community, and we can do the job better than the government ever could. And so I just started traveling the country and we organized cleanups in Atlanta, Austin, Baltimore, Chicago, Denver, Duquesne, Detroit, Houston, Colossal, Los Angeles, Miami, Milwaukee, Nashville, Portland, Pittsburgh, Philly. But more importantly, Dan, weaving in voter registration into this, my work, although it was good helping to clean up the cities, was only a Band-Aid. If we want to make long lasting change, it means registering voters. And so I started turning my cleanup efforts, into voter registration events. What better way to decide who our city council members are and school board members and mayors and state representatives? And so now what I'm asking as we go into this November and beyond is, guys, look for ripe opportunities to register voters at your churches, at your synagogues, at RAS Pro Shop, at a movie theater during Sound of Freedom, at Jason Aldean concerts, at gun shows. We have so many, a myriad of opportunities to register conservatives to vote, and then we get them out to vote this November and beyond. We will make Joe Biden a one-term president, Dan.
0: We're talking to Scott Pressler, who has dedicated his life to going out and doing stuff, not just talking about it. Scott, like I said, I follow you on social media. You always seem to be on a plane or in a car, uh, <laughs> flying, driving around. It's very impressive. I mean, listen, I, I've i got to tell you, like, I've always considered myself a doer. And then I see a guy like you, and I'm <laughs> like, you know what? I'm not doing it. No, I really, I mean it. I'm like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not. Uh, uh, you know, you, you're right, you right, though. There are voter registration opportunities everywhere that are being left on the table. I'll give you a quick example that'll resonate with you. I had a book signing the other night in uh, Jensen Beach, Florida. The local Republican club reaches out. They say, hey, listen, uh, we'd like to sit there in the parking lot with this. It's like a retired fire truck. We're going to put a Trump sign on it and some voter registration things. They wound up getting, I think, like 25 voter registrations out of that thing. I mean, the opportunities are everywhere. But I wanted to harp on this one case because I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you've been posting a lot about Pennsylvania. Uh, yes. I, that's you because yes. I, I follow a lot, but I'm pretty sure that was you. How are we doing in Pennsylvania? And do you think there's a possibility based on some of the the the, the, the move in the Republican direction that we could win Pennsylvania again?
3: Well, I want to speak very directly and please to the listeners of the Dan Bongino's show, hear me out week by week, we are seeing a net loss in voter registration for the Democrats by about 1,000 voters per week. We are making huge progress in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, despite John Fetterman being in the United States Senate right now. And I'll tell you, I'm currently in Pennsylvania. I'm in Pittsburgh. So if anybody listening to the Dan Bongino show wants to get involved, come tomorrow, Saturday, the 23rd to 100 Fleet street at 10 a.m. We're going to be knocking on doors. We're going to be writing letters to new movers in Pennsylvania because I have a list, Dan, of 40,000, 40,000 new movers to Pennsylvania. Those are people that we need to get registered to vote. Those are people that we need to alert of the closed primary process. Because if you're not registered as a Republican, you can't vote for Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or whoever the heck you want. And so we must educate those new movers because Joe Biden, quote unquote, won the election in uh, 2020 by 80,000 votes. These new movers are half of what we win need to win the election. And I'll tell you, in the last week, I've been to Slippery Rock University and Penn State University. We registered an overwhelming number of Republicans, even to independents. And here are the issues that Gen Z and young people care about. They don't want censorship from their university or their government. They don't want the lockdowns, the mandates. They're seeing that food is unaffordable, gas prices. They're, they're being outpriced of buying a vehicle. These kids wanna be parents one day, wanna be homeowners. And the fact of the matter is that under this administration, under Democrats, We are losing sight of the American dream for young people. This is our opportunity as the Republican Party to come in. Let's make life affordable. Let's make life better. Let's make sure that the uh, the American dream is still there for everyone, especially young folks. And so, yes, you hear me loud and clear, everybody listening to the Dan Bongino Show, Pennsylvania is winnable, and I would not be here in this state, and I need every Pennsylvanian, to make a plan to vote for Judge Carolyn Carluccio to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. If you don't want mask mandates, if you don't want lockdowns, if you want a check and balance against Democratic Governor Shapiro, I urge you, I plead with you, I beg you, make a plan to vote for Judge Carolyn Carluccio to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court.
0: Those Supreme Court positions, Scott, are so critically important. We're talking to Scott Pressler. We saw what happened in Wisconsin where we lost that seat. And you're already seeing the damage being wrought from that. Scott, uh, I'm not, I got another question for you, but how can people find you? How can they help you? What's your social media? Say it slow so everyone can write it down. This is important. We're going to run this on our weekend podcast as well uh, next week. So uh, how can they find you and help you out?
3: Thank you. Well, my name is Scott Pressler, scottpres ones LER. I'm on every social media known to humankind. And also my organization is Early Vote Action. Earlyvoteaction.com. You can go to my website. You can sign up to make phone calls, write postcards to new movers in Pennsylvania. And you can even download my application, Early Vote Action, which will allow you to knock on registered Republican doors, So you're not talking to Stacey Abrams, you're not talking to John Fetterman, and you can help us win in Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, New Jersey, Virginia, and Pennsylvania this November.
0: Scott, last question for you. We're talking to Scott Pressler, uh, an activist, a doer, not a talker, a guy who has just done incredible work, probably registered more voters than the entire RNC at this point. That leads to my next question. Uh, is the RNC in any way helping you or is there any kind of effort there to kind of back up what you're doing? I mean, you're the kind of guy who would be a, a dream for any political campaign or organization to be a part of. You're like a, you. a one man. Uh, you're like a one man voting military by yourself. It's incredible. <laughs> so uh, what anything are they helping you out at all?
3: Well, you know, today is day one hundred and sixty one that I have consecutively reached out to the chairwoman of the Republican National Committee. And I still haven't received a response, but you know what? I believe in life, you lead by example. My dad always taught me that. And so I'm not gonna wait for the RNC to reach out to me with all due respect, and I'm not gonna point fingers and blame instead. At EarlyVoteAction.com, we're going to lead by example. We're going to focus on those six states that I just mentioned to you because we have elections this November. And we're going to continue to drive the effort to register new voters, get people to become registered Republicans. And we, our efforts this year, are going to make sure that next year Joe Biden is a one-term president.
0: Scott, can't thank you enough. Uh, your, your Twitter and uh, handle again, and if you're on True Social, your Twitter handle is?
3: My Twitter handle is at Scott Pressler, S-C-O-T-T-P-R-E-S-L-E-R. And Dan, just thank you so much for the opportunity. I'm grateful.
0: Well, we're, we're, this is not the last time. So, don't, I, I one, <laughs> I, I deeply appreciate it, but I mean this when I say this, and, and I mean it with respect. Don't thank me, we need to thank you. I'm, I'm a radio host, I'm, there's nothing special. I don't deserve any accolades What's I talk for a living, okay? You do stuff, I, I wish I was out there. I mean, we flipped two school board seats in Martin County where I live and we were out there hustling. Awesome. So I mean, we're do, but I can do more. And it's guys like you that remind me that just when you thought you were doing enough, you're not, you need to do more. So we will definitely be having you back. You have my producer's contact number and if you have something you need to get out there to this national audience, we're gonna make sure you have a voice to do it. So thanks for coming on and best of luck in Pennsylvania you're doing God's work, we appreciate it.
3: Thank you, have a good weekend.
0: All right, Scott Pressler, folks. Go follow him on social media. One S, P-R-E-S-L-E-R, Scott with two Ts. You're making a big mistake if you're not following this guy. This guy could almost single-handedly transform a presidential election if he keeps his work up. Very interesting tale about an organization we didn't know existed, but first, our next sponsor, MyPillow. You've supported MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular product. You've heard me talk about the MySlippers, MyPillow 2.0, and more. Well, here's great news. The MyPillow six-pack of bath towels are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet they still provide that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regularly priced $79.98 for a limited time. You can get this six-pack towel set uh, for only $39.99 with promo code Dan. That's a 50% savings. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-637-4982 and use promo code Dan to save 50%. It's a great value on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. It's just $39.99 for a set. The deal won't last long. Enter promo code Dan for this special and many more. Thanks, my pillow. Their products are great. Check out the MySlippers, too. They're fantastic. Joe Biden was mumbling something in a speech before the UN after doing some forensic audio analysis. We found out he was talking about the esteemed Maria Giovallo Institute. Who knew? And amazingly, it's real. Well, fake real. Fact checkers! Just listen to find out the story. Here's the rotting oatmeal god, He's at the U.N. last week. Someone said to me, Dan, this is deliberate. Sir, I know. Do you listen to the show? I'm not trying to be a jerk, but we've of course, it's deliberate. You think the rotting oatmeal God is doing this by accident? His cabinet secretaries and him are destroying the country on purpose. They are destroying the United States. They're doing it on purpose to create a welfare state subordinate to their gods in communist China. Here he is at the UN with the whole world watching, again, incoherently mumbling because he's got spaghettios for brains, making up words. The whole world's watching this, by the way. Here, take a listen to this. Now even as we evolve our institutions and drive creative new partnerships, let me be clear. Certain principles of our international system are sacros- sacrosanct. Wait, wait, Jim, can is there a way to just can you play the beginning of that again? What 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 is did he what? What does he the our institutions? Wait, wait, wait! Stop. Okay, one. Was One more time, please. Go ahead. I what does he has right. institutions? Wait, wait, wait! I'm. I'm really. I'm. I'm. Not, folks, in the Facebook message. Anyone? Anyone? Uh, does anyone have a suggestion? What, Jim? You have Mike. You have any idea? What that? Yeah, Mike Stanley. By is so, a Jim Nolan. One, one last time, please. I what does he involve right. our institutions? Uh, Marie, Marie, Maria Riavallo's institution? Maria. Joe Biden Maria Riavallo. I'm Italian. There's a woman he knows. Maria Riavallo. Now, listen, me being Italian, I can write. That's what he's. Jim, it's not. I'm sorry. Joe Biden, uh, Spaghettios Brains, I apologize. He's there's an institution. Let me look this up. Can someone go online and look up the Maria Riavallo Institution? Um, I don't know if it's it's at a school for Italians, maybe, maybe Italian languages, Italian culture. I, uh, he grew up in the Italian community too, Joe Biden, just like the Puerto Rican and Jewish community. Now, you've got a show with three Italians here, Verdi, Sacco, and Bongino. So we're all big Italians here. We know it well. And I apologize to Joe Biden. Jim, play it one more time. Uh, Maria v- Ravallo Institution. Go ahead. Maria institutions. That Maria Giavallo. Institution. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks. It's the Maria... Jim, can you, I'm sorry, folks. I don't want to do this. Today. I know it's good. But I think it's the Maria Giovallo Institution, which is going to get a lot of web traffic today. Jim, one more time. Maria no, Giovallo institutions? Dang, yes. That's what it is. The Maria Giovallo Institution. I don't know how to spell it. Maybe it's got a number if you want to learn Italian culture, whatever it may be. But uh, my apologies to Joe Biden. We clearly screwed this up. He's reaching out. To the Maria Giavallo Maria Giavallo Institution, I I I was totally unaware there was a Maria Giavallo Institution. You I, you all were digging the Maria Giavallo Institution because I, we're, I mean we got to apologize. I got a whole bunch of feedback on that during the break. Jim's working on some. We didn't know it was a real place, so uh, we apologized to Joe Biden. We thought he was mumbling through his speech, but again, clearly he was talking about the Maria Giavallo Institution. And Jim looked it up. You did, right, Jim? You found, you found something on a dark web on that? So you may have to listen to tomorrow's show. We didn't realize it was a real thing. But uh, Joe Biden, let me tell you something, man. The Giovalo Institution really owes Joe Biden a big favor for that. Shout out. I mean, at the UN, of all places, it's so crazy. So crazy. This is Ken Buck on CNN. This guy, again, pretends to be a Republican. Pretending he hasn't seen the evidence against Joe Biden, despite it, again, kicking him right in the gonads. Check this out. Two days ago, you said that the
3: time for impeachment is when there's evidence linking President Biden to a high crime or misdemeanor.
0: You said, quote, that doesn't exist right now. Do you still feel that way tonight? I have not seen any evidence that links uh, President Biden to Hunter Biden's activities at this point. I will be getting a briefing later in the week. I'm looking forward to uh, understanding more of what the
2: Oversight Committee has uncovered. But at this point, I have, I have not seen that evidence.
0: I got a crazy idea, uh, Ken. Uh, the Buckster. I got an idea. Like, how about you get the briefing and look at the evidence before you go on TV to talk about the evidence you haven't seen and state there's no evidence? I'm Just the crazy idea, bro. Just the crazy idea. Maybe give that a shot. Jim, maybe Ken Buck should go to the Maria Giovallo Institute. Maybe at the Institute, not only is there instruction in Italian and culture and things like that. Maybe there's table manners. Maybe there's also instruction and evidence gathering. There have been many famous Italian police detectives and investigators. One of them is named Dan Bongino. I'm just saying. Dan, self praise things. I get it. It's a joke. Roll with it. Rock and roll. Jim, do you have the Maria Giavallo Institute? And can we just play that one last time? Because Joe Biden actually recommends this thing himself. Maybe Ken Buck should take Joe Biden's recommendation for the Maria Giavallo Institute. By the way, this goes out It's a dedication to my friend Leo Terrell, who liked it so much, he just wanted to hear it one last time. So one more, the Maria Giavallo Institute. Joe Biden giving a big promo at the UN. Check this out. Now he has the Giavolo Institute. There, there we go. There we go. Joe Biden. Ken Buck, maybe attend the Institute. You can learn your... Detective skills on how to investigate. Just an idea, buddy. So, okay, I don't believe this story. The Bongino rule is in mega super effect right now. However, I do believe this guy. And believe me, Tiffany is right. This dude is real. This is a local news report. And I, Jim teased it at the beginning of the show, if you've been gracious enough to listen for three hours now, which we love, you P1s are the best. The P1 listeners are the greatest. We love you, and so do the stations. This is a real news clip. I promise you it's not a joke. I thought it was. I've looked it up. I actually had a woman reach out to me on Facebook and say to me, Dan, this is absolutely real. The guy they're interviewing is in my town. Like Florence, South Carolina, somewhere close to it. The local news, this guy says, hey, listen, I saw the F-35. I heard it go down. This is how the interview went down. This is one of the greatest things you're ever going to hear. Take a listen.
2: Randolph White retired from his job at the paper mill in Georgetown 10 years ago. He lives in this house with his wife in a very rural area of Williamsburg County. He loves living about two miles away from where he grew up. Normally, it's pretty quiet, but on Sunday afternoon...
0: I was in the uh, in the bathroom taking a shave, and I heard a, a screeching, saw that between a screeching and a whistle. Oh! I said, what in the world is this? And I heard a boom. In my whole
2: house. Yo. White says he didn't realize it was a plane at the time, so he didn't call anybody.
0: Dude. Can we cut that guy? <laughs> Brothers and sisters, that is real. That's not a Babylon V skin. Jim, one more time. Let's scream. <laughs> so I heard a rumor that when you, you know, like if you go to Penn State and you graduate before you graduate, you have to say we are and stuff like that. I graduated from Penn State. I did my MBA there, right? I heard a rumor, Jim, that when you graduate from the Maria Giovallo Institute that you all have to do this like yell at the end. It's like a scream. It's a sign of solidarity. It's like the we are thing. And Jim, I heard it sounds kind of like, like this, right? If you would, Jim. <laughs> now our friend Tiffany was there. And and she was there when this was going down. Tiffany, our correspondent was there. And and, and this this happened right after the interview and this is how I knew it was real. Jim, if you would. Yeah, I'm not the- Back there is not real. No, no, no. No, it's real. She's not supposed to say that. She's supposed to say, Do wait, I'll play it again. It... No! And then Tiffany's response, wait, 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 Jim. Was what? Was what that again? F- back
3: there is not real.
0: No, Tiffany. I, I can't believe we got to let her go. She, that's real. That's really happened. That... that that's up there. We saw They really happened. That interview. Look it up. Look it up. Even the liberals are losing their mind because they know what really happened. I don't know what happened to today's show. I don't know. I don't know. All day I've been in a mood. All day. Don't ask me. Don't, don't ask me why, how it happens. I have no idea. Gee was griping about it on the podcast. He was like, Dan, you're going crazy on the podcast. So I put a poll out. There's like a bot in the podcast. There's guy, he, it's not a bot. It's like a guy who measures the polls and whatever. So I asked everyone in the podcast earlier because the show was just as off the rails as this. I said, hey, man, do you guys like this show? Or you think it's too crazy? 86.5% of people like the show. Instant poll. So there you go. Today's show is a little bit bananas, but that's okay. I'll take your call. Dude, you better save that scream. That better be when our go-to's for the future. That is like... <laughs> and Tiffany, that is real. That mother is real. the really real. We're going to have to fire her. She's just not... She's screwing this whole thing up. I'll take your calls coming up next. 844 for the USA. We'll be right back. No! You remember yesterday we were covering Jim and I on a bit of a lighter note, rotting oatmeal brains in the White House. He gave a speech up at the U.N., Promoting the Maria Giavallo Institute. Nobody knew what he was saying, but Jim figured it out. You, Jim, just play that to remind the audience. This is an actual cut of Joe Biden. He didn't mess with it. Check this out. Maria no, he has the Evalor Institutions. So the Maria Giavallo Institution. So we couldn't figure out what this was. Jim spent the whole day scouring the dark web. He found it. So now we know what Biden was talking about. This is gr- I mean, Jim's like an investigator, he's like a detective comic like Batman. Here, here check this out Maria Giavallo Institute.
2: Here at the Maria Givallo Institute, we do the important
0: work of teaching the elite proper linguistics. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was put him uh, foot, foot our belief is you can never embarrass your country enough unless you can demonstrate the proper amount
2: of illiteracy.
0: I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international depression.
2: We'll help you mangle basic civics. Senator Harino and Senator Shorts. Shorts.
0: Shorts. Shorts. Geography. Canada. We'll even teach you how to dress like a disgusting sloth. Ooh, don't do it. The Maria Giavallo Institute. Maria Giovallo Institute. Where our motto is... Well, I'm sick and tired of smart guys. <laughs> Embarrassing the country Exponentially
1: Whatever that is
0: Jim, I didn't even I didn't know it was a real thing The Maria Giavallo Institute Folks, I encourage you to look it up uh, It's a very interesting place As you can see Uh uh, they have like a, every night, they do you like a seance every night? John Fetterman's there and he leads the seance in his little uh, uniform there. His uh, homeless person uniform there, John Fetterman. It's a crazy place, the Maria Giovallo Institute. Do you have that that single cut again of him saying, Cause you're so that's what he said, right? No, he the Maria institutions. I just want to be sure that's what he said. So Jim found it. Sorry, folks, I needed to lighten up a little bit. I am like really... So furious at what's going on. I had to have a good laugh. All right, we come back. We'll get back to the serious stuff. But uh, I encourage you during the break, uh, put in an application for the Maria Giavallo Institute. I hear they're uh, handing out scholarships right now. They're free, and your student loans will be paid off by Karine Jean Pierre. Thanks for listening to this special Sunday podcast. We really appreciate it. If you want to find out where well, you can listen to the radio show live? Go to bongino.com. Just click station finder for the station near you. Thanks a lot. You just heard Dan Bongino.